Welcome to another great episode. This one is the New Year edition. Yeah, so uh, welcome everybody to our New Year episode. Today we've got two special guests, two previous guests actually on the podcast. And I'll let them introduce themselves in a second, but we've got Dr. Stu Cantrell and we've got Dr. Cesar Alejandro Urbina Blanco. So I'll let you both introduce yourselves. Stu, do you want to go first? Uh, I'd love to. Thank you again for having me back. Um, so yes, I'm Stu Chief Editor of Nature Chemistry and have been for, it seems like, 50 years now. No, for for maybe 13 13 years now. Um, And yes, I love all things chemistry, gin and wine related. What more do you need to know? I think that's brilliant. Well, uh, we'll get into more of that later in the episode. Cesar, do you want to introduce yourself as well? Yeah, so um, Cesar Alejandro Urbino Blanco, I have a very long name. Uh, I'm a Senior scientist at Ghent University, but I'm currently uh, a visiting researcher at NYU. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds super fun. And I'm also super excited to meet you one day, like while, while you're in New York. That's exciting. I guess we had like a couple of questions and we also prepared. No, I'm not going to spoil it. We're going to see. You're going to see what we prepared. I'm like keeping it to myself because I can't keep secrets very long. The first question that we have is, what was the highlight of 2021 for you? And we can, either of you can start. Well, for me, the highlight was actually getting to come to New York, to NYU and working here. It's, it's, It's amazing because I went from, you know, going to the lab to being at home like everyone else. And now I'm finally going again to the lab. So that's a lot of fun. And just being in a new city, that's also quite excellent. This is a this is a tough question. What was the high? I, I mean, I mean, to be honest, I think the highlight of twenty twenty one is going to be the end of twenty twenty one, and hopefully twenty twenty two bringing something a little bit better. I mean, it's been fine. I'm I'm fine. My family is fine. My job has been fine. We're quite lucky. None of us have been sick. But to be honest, it's very hard to find anything that's been sort of a big highlight. Um, of of 2021 you mean besides being a guest in their show right well clearly i mean that that goes without saying come on you're the one that kicked it all off Stu. you know about you who who knows (laughs) you're blaming me now yeah (laughs) well i'm not blaming no i think it's the the isolation social that you did with Mm. dr lc i think that was or was it 2020 when you started this is the problem with the last two years. It, it all merges into one. It all merges like one. The socials actually started in March, the end of March 2020. Mm. But it does, it just all merges into, yeah. into so many different things. I tell, you, I tell you what, actually, one of the highlights was actually being able to go on holiday, not very far. Mm. We went to North Wales and... Me, my wife, my daughter, and my mother-in-law, we climbed Snowdon, which I say climb, you basically walk up Snowdon. There's like a big path, but still it's it's not straightforward. And my 10-year-old daughter did it without complaining very much. So that that was that was a highlight, actually being out in the outdoors and not sitting at home in the same four walls. So there you go. That's a good highlight. 
I, I like that both of your highlights are about the traveling. Yeah, I can imagine the views from Snowden, are they really nice? The, the views from Snowden the day we were up there might have been absolutely beautiful, but the cloud was so low we could see about three feet in front of us and you had to be careful not to walk off the edge of the mountain. There is that, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't do that. No, I've never climbed, actually. And I know, obviously, in Scotland, they have Monroe's. Sazie, you probably, have you done a couple? I didn't do it because I was always, well, working when I was in Scotland. And then, no, I never climbed anything. I did I did visit the highlands, but us, but not not the, the, the mountains, just the flat parts. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do Ben Nevis at some point. I think that's on my yeah, to-do list, bucket list, I guess. I don't know. I watched so many scary movies about like climbing Everest or something like that, that like I've, I'm traumatized forever because there's always someone dying and there's always drama involved. So I'm like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, the, the, the mountains we have in the UK are not, not really big mountains. And as I say, I say I climbed Snowdon. It really was walking up Snowdon. And you can even you can even get a train to the top of Mount Snowdon. It's that kind of mountain. Have seen that train. That looks very leisurely. I might might do that if I uh, <laughs> ever go that way. No, that's that's amazing. I don't, Medina. What about you? What's your highlight of this year? Highlight of my year? Didn't I record it? Didn't we record in the Christmas, like the episodes where we talked? Oh, so Christmas to... episode, but you know, people uh, don't I wonder, know that. I'm not going to repeat myself. I'm not. Yes. I now have to come up with another highlight. Thank you. I'm, I'm joking. Let's see the highlight. I think getting into the PhD program, I think that, wait, that was 2020. Oh, it's all merging. I don't think I'm a second, you know. Maybe you just say highlight of pandemic time. I know, like, I feel like I'm still in March 2020. I don't know. I, I don't feel like it's 2021. Like, what is happening? Let's see the highlight. Okay, I'm going to say get into, like, yeah, the pande- pandemic, throughout all pandemic, getting into the PhD program, starting my my studies. I think that was the highlight. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> I think that's, a big, that's a big highlight for, for one, definitely. Yeah, for me, I think, to be fair, it's two things, really. For me, definitely getting through the year um, as a whole, because obviously it's been quite hard for a lot of people. And, and yeah, just really finishing my MPhil and then getting graduating only last week, actually getting a job, like, especially, you know, in a time at the moment, that's been crazy. Yeah. And, and just kind of, yeah, just getting through it, I think. And yeah, looking forward to exciting times next year so yeah I think that's probably my highlight to be fair that's a good one so we had a kind of question off that so what your biggest lesson was from this year so something you've learned and again you know I imagine there's multiple answers for that this is deep <laughs> it doesn't have to be it can literally be I, I learned to I don't know speak Italian or something like that consider uh, this as our philosophical question edition exactly get out of the way I guess I learned that I have, I knew that, but I, I specifically learned this this year, that I have a lot of people that care about me. So I, I haven't been posting much on social media and a lot of people actually reach out and started asking me like, what's happening? How are you doing? Is everything okay? And I didn't expect that because, you know, you 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 use, I, I at least use social media uh, without thinking much about it, just posting stuff. And, and I, I just assume, you know, you don't post anything like no one will really care. But seeing people reaching out, that was that was very sweet, I think. Again, this is this is tough. What have I because it it seems like life has just sort of trickled along and yeah, the 2020 has just merged into 2021 and I'm just doing the same stuff that I was doing before. 
Have I learned anything new? I'm re- I'm really struggling on this one. How to climb the mountain? No, well, that I've I've been I've been up Snowdon like five or six times in my life, so that's that's certainly not new. What was that funny funny uh, fact I discovered the other day that I posted on Twitter? Lemonine. There you go. Lemonine. It's an, it's another name for. Um, oh, I can't even remember what it's a name for. This is how rubbish I am. Wasn't it like an like an, an aromatic compound, like phenol or something like that? Like that? Oh, it, it was biphenyl. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. And for some reason, it's also called lemonine, not limonene, lemonine. And it's just a, I have no idea where it comes from, but it's a different name for, for biphenyl. So not because, not because it smells like lemons or anything like that? I don't believe so, but I, it's not as though I'd go sticking my nose in it anyway. <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't think so. But no, I mean... Sort of in a, in the grand scheme of things, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out and just no. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I think it's the the current like the the overall mood for everyone before Christmas. It's like because we we're recording this episode before New Year. Just a yeah. spoiler alert to our listeners: we're not actually on the 31st of December with like a bottle of champagne on Zoom. I don't think like as much as we enjoy each other's company. I don't think that's ideal. No. And it's something Stu said as well. It's that thing of it's been such a long, practically two years at this point that, you know, we just want to get to the Christmas period and, you know, um, New Year and just enjoy it. You know, family, friends, good food, wine, you know, all that. Yeah. But like coming from like the the happier side, because I know Mm -hmm. (laughs) this sounds sounds a bit bit sad. The the fact I feel like that we started appreciating the traveling more because I feel like we were taking a lot of things for granted. And now that like, oh, hey, you can't do it that easily. Everyone's like, oh, wow, I actually enjoy doing it. And like meeting people, I feel like people didn't really appreciate. I feel like every, even though pandemic made us less connected with the world, it also made us more connected with the world because now uh, like whenever we have an opportunity to see new people or like great people, we're like, oh my God, let's just connect because we were kind of missing it. Yeah. I think for, I think for me, the biggest lesson, and again, I try, try not to repeat myself here, but I think you know, it is true that we've learned to kind of take every day as it comes. And at the end of the day, that's pandemic gave people opportunity to slow down a bit. And yeah, just kind of learning to enjoy kind of life for what it is. And it's something Medina said before about just enjoying the journey rather than, you know, expecting results and just, you know, you've got to take it one day at a time sort of thing. Definitely agree on that one. I think we're going to switch the gears. Because I want to light up the mood for everyone. I feel like these questions are sounding sad from the pandemic perspective. You know, now that I'm, because I, when, when we were writing the questions, we didn't think that it's going to be sad. But now I'm like, everyone's <laughs> sad. So now I know I'm going to have to keep the secret. And we prepared you trivia questions on Negroni and Taylor Swift specifically. So they're going to help. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, bring it on. <laughs> uh, Henry, are you picking Negroni team or Taylor Swift team? I'll go for the first question. Yeah, we can. We can so first question, both for both of you. Feel free to confer, because obviously, you know, it's, it's Zoom. <laughs> both in, like, who gets it right? There we go. There's no competition. So the Negroni is a popular what cocktail? So there's a blank there. So the Negroni is a popular blank cocktail and we've got four options we've got or a b c or d we've got a italian b serbian c french or d german 
Yeah, this one. Alejandro? I would say Italian, but I'm not sure. I mean, it's an Italian name. Yeah, it's, it's Italian. It's Italian. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can beat the music. Yeah, Italian. Well done. One out of one so far. Uh, what was the title of Taylor's first album? So how about Taylor questions uh, Sue answers first and then Negroni questions? Ah, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I have I have no no idea. My my Taylor Swift knowledge does not extend past the occasional Taylor Swift uh, gift. So Medina, do you want to give Stu the option? Don't worry. Yeah, there are options. So the first one is our song. The second one is Fearless. Three is Speak Now, and four is Taylor Swift. I just guess. Number four, Taylor Swift. That is correct. I mean, sorry, I have to say, I have to jump in. That is correct. Yeah, I mean. I feel like you know her more, better than she knows herself. So I think it's just... To be fair, I didn't know that. We uh, were going through the questions yeah. before. And I had absolutely no idea. I had no idea. I was like, really? Taylor Swift as your first thing? Like, your name is Taylor Swift. It makes no sense. Obviously not a good Swifty. That's what they're called as well, Stu, if you didn't know. Swifties. I think that's right, isn't it, Caesar? That, that is right. Swifties. Or, or as, as I like to say myself, I'm a high priest of the Church of Taylor. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. So here's one for here's one for Caesar now. So uh, this is again a Negroni question. A traditional or traditionally made Negroni is A stirred or B shaken. Hmm. I would say stirred. Is that correct? I'll ask Steve. I have no idea, but I would guess stirred because I don't really care how anyone makes it as long as I get to drink it. But I I believe yeah. it's probably stirred. Is it is stirred? That is correct. To the best of my knowledge, I think it's not like a martini that's uh, shaken, you know, James Bond style, shaken, not stirred. But no, yeah, it is is stirred. Okay. I've never had a Negroni actually. I think I'm going to have to make one. I think Stu, if you got the recipe, that would be uh, be ideal. <laughs> it's it's really simple. It's a great cocktail as well because it's it's just three different types of alcohol. Okay. It's gin, Campari, and vermouth. Oh, pretty strong then, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's no there's nothing in there that is. There's just taking up space. There's not. There's no dead weight in there. It's all booze. Great. One of those. There you go. <laughs> what is Taylor Swift's middle name? Again, Stu, this is for you. Stu. <laughs> I know this one. I know this one. Brunette, Hugh, Elizabeth, or Alice? Elizabeth. It's Alison. Taylor Alison Swift. Oh. I love how uh, Taylor got excited once he found out that there are trivia questions. I feel like if her middle name was Sue, that was one of the options. That'd be, uh, I don't know, just wouldn't have a great ring to it. Sue, so, no, that doesn't sound so good. Sue, yeah. No. Probably. That's great. See, we're learning We're learning new things. This is uh, this is great. Sue, maybe you're going to become a Taylor Swift fan. You never Stu, know. Sue, do you want to change your answer? Do you, do you, do you want... <laughs> this is going to be like, who wants to be a, be a millionaire and still can phone a friend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If anyone gets into that show and they ask something about Taylor Swift, I guess you could call me, maybe. I don't know. See how well I do here. I would. I would. Yeah. There we go. So, Cesar, here's one for you. So, again, it's a bartending question. So, what is a dry shake in bartending? Is it A, a term for mixing up a non-alcoholic cocktail, B, shaking without ice, normally to emulsify egg white? Or C, a term used for eliciting tips from customers. A dry shake. I would imagine that the... the sh Again, hoping Stu knows this. We should put the intensifying like in Squid Game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it 
the the one that the, the, the you said something like shaking without ice shaking without ice normally to emulsify egg whites yeah maybe that see that's what i would have guessed that's correct yeah again, again that that is correct yeah so i i don't know the term for eliciting uh, tips from customers i don't know would it just be give me a tip or something i don't know <laughs> no dry shaking whenever yeah. you want a tip i also think i don't know is that a thing in the us do you tip uh, a restaurant or you have to tip in the us don't get me started on that that's like such a big topic for me okay i don't mind giving tips in a restaurant when i sit and like i get served but like when you go for like two minutes to grab a coffee from like at the in a, in a coffee place and they ask for tips, like there's always an option to, uh, um, to give tips I'm like what for yeah, I think since the pandemic, they've started adding it on as a discretionary charge here in the UK. At least some restaurants have, I think. But normally you don't have to give one. Yeah, I know. Depends on where you are. I feel like people have strong opinions. So where did Taylor spend her early years? We've got A, a missile silo, B, Christmas tree farm, C, the biosphere, or D, an African safari. Interesting. Uh, I, I, a missile silo. Medina or Caesar? It was the Christmas tree farm, I think. What was she doing there? So she was just surrounded by Christmas trees all the time. Her parents own one. I mean, that's oh. that's why. Amazing. I'm just impressed by how much you know. I mean, I know that because she made a song that's called Christmas Tree Farm. Oh. So not not a missile silo. Hey, give us some new ideas, Stu, for uh, new songs. <laughs> Singing in the silo or something? I don't know. <laughs> I, can, I can see that. I can see that. Like, a, you know, yeah. a very sad song about the nuclear apocalypse by Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> or a song or a song on an African safari. That would be quite nice. The giraffes and the rhinos or something. I don't know. Interesting. Um, here we go, Cesar. So one about uh, a Negroni garnish. So what is the garnish usually added to a Negroni? Is it A, orange peel, B, lemon peel, C, squash, or D, tangerine? Huh. I feel like an orange peel would be good for a Negroni. Is that correct? No squash for you guys? No. <laughs> Negroni with squash? That would be nice. I can see Stu uh, nodding. It's, it's definitely orange peel. Although I think that's the traditional one. I mean, some people do add slices of orange. That's probably frowned upon by Negroni purists. Are you one of those two? Are you a Negroni purist? Oh, God, no. No, just, just <laughs> yeah, however it comes. You can get all manner of different types of Negronis as well, so. Ah, uh-huh. wow. Cesar, what's your favourite alcoholic drink? We all know that Stu loves a Negroni, but what, what, what about you? I don't know. I just think whatever people give me, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> fussy, with, <laughs> I'm not fussy with alcohol. So Stu gives you a Negroni and you'd be like, thank you. Alejandro, how was the, how was the Van Jones? It was super good. I really liked it. So, so Stu, so that, that's true. So this year Stu was going on about this Judah wine. So I bought two bottles and I tried them and I liked them. I actually did like them. They're very special. In the, They have a taste that it's not like any other wine I've tried, but I did enjoy them. I don't know. I'm trying to think what's my favorite alcoholic drink. I just like sweet. So whatever you put mm. a lot of sugar on it. I love gin and tonic. I love gin, which I guess Stu would agree, appreciate that gin is great. Yeah. I, I, if I have to go off my head, I would say gin and tonic would be my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I like a gin and tonic. That's uh, my go-to as well. Either that or a cider. Just I'm not a beer fan just because I find it quite bitter. So I like kind of the sweeter taste of cider. 
I used to think I didn't like beer and then I moved to Belgium and then I realized, oh, I just didn't like beers before. And they have so many different types of beers and it, some are very sweet, like Creek, for example, it's like a cherry beer or like a, a fruity beer. That's that's very nice. If you if you ever want to try a fruity beer, I would go for Creek. I'll have, a, I'll have a, see if I can find that. That sounds good. What about you, Medina? Did you have a favorite drink? I'm not a fan, but I think I'm more like a scissor because I don't really like it's like bitter, the bitterness. I, I also have like a sweet tooth, so not having a sweet. Whenever I ask for a sweet alcoholic drink, they give me like the, the most bitter drink ever. So I don't know whether they do it on purpose. But I think from all the drinks that I drank, Radler is like kind of like an apple cider, if I'm not mistaken, like the German Radler. It's like a mix of lemonade and beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. With like 2% alcohol. So I don't even know if you can call it an alcoholic drink. But it's it's, a, it's a sweet. Yeah, that's cool. So Medina, I think we've got one one more question in this quiz, have we? Yeah, we had like two falls. Irish coffee, which is actually also my, one of my favorite drinks when I drank it, doesn't contain coffee. <laughs> True or false? That's false, I guess. I would say false as well. Okay, yeah, that was no question. Yeah. Um, it's false. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. I feel like some people think that you know, alcoholic drink cannot have coffee or. Like, didn't have a caffeine so I feel like people are like oh it's a tricky question there's probably no coffee involved and it's just the, the name or like a color I wonder if it would taste nice yeah I mean it's because it's Bailey's uh, and you know that's the that's the coffee aspect I guess the color yeah. yeah no I like an Irish coffee as well that's that's really nice so the next one so again Stu this is one for you Taylor Swift is 15 years old is that is that, is that actually the question <laughs> No, that's true or false. Oh, 15. False. You can do it. I just decided to get one just like for you to know that you you may know her, you know? Taylor Swift is 15 years old. I I, I thought it was a mixed up number, <laughs> no, no, but no, no, it is 50. True or false? Very much false. She was at one point. Okay, she was. Okay. So how old is Taylor Swift? Well, it depends on when this air, but probably by the time this air, she'll be 32. Because her birthday is coming up. <laughs> I love how you know exactly when her birthday is and how old she will be based on when her birthday is. It's the 13th of December. So, yeah. Uh, oh my best. God, that is so funny. Thank you for specific. We've all learned something new today. Yeah, we appreciate Now I know her birthday. That's like very important. Now everyone knows it. That's, that's good. Yeah, I think, uh, I hope you enjoyed the, the little trivia too. Um. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we can safely say we both, I think you both learned some new things, yeah. you know, says are about Negronis and Stu about Taylor Swift. Well, this, this knowledge will haunt you forever, Stu, as the editor of, of Nature Chemistry on the 13th of December, you'll be like, why did I know that today is Taylor Swift's birthday? Well, this is, this, is, I, this is payback for when I posted that entire Twitter thread of Taylor Swift's Nature Chemistry covers. That was amazing. I, I think I enjoyed that more than, more than I should have. <laughs> I think we should see more of those in 2022. I think that would be great. I think some other artists like Kanye West does, you know, nature covers or something. I don't know. You never know. You never know your luck. Yeah. <laughs> so I think to finish, given it's the New Year's episode, and again, this is the thing we've asked you to think about before the, before we recorded today. What are your New Year's resolutions slash something you're looking forward to doing in 2022? We can kind of ask both of those questions. You can answer it. Well, those are, those are two very different things. A New Year's resolution is not necessarily something you look forward to doing. <laughs> Let's 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 do let's do both if we can. So let's go for resolution first. What's uh, what's each of your one resolution for 2022? So mine 
I thought about it. So mine is to actually run more regularly, maybe do another 10K. It, it's been a long time since I've been able to run 10K without feeling very, very bad. I'd like to run more regularly and build up to slightly longer distances is, is my resolution, if you will. That's funny because that's also my resolution, not about running, but about being more active. So I started going to the gym again, which is something that I don't enjoy. But it's something that you have to do. So my New Year's resolution is to stick to it and try to keep exercising regularly because it's, it's good for you. So, I mean, I guess you enjoy the benefits of the gym, not the time at the gym. So that's my resolution. That's a good one. I like that it's both exercise orientated. That's, that's good. I think that's always the thing in the new year as well. Trying to yeah do more exercise. Yeah, that's why gyms get full on the 1st of January and then drop. <laughs> nobody ever goes again. For sure. Mine is definitely eat less sugar. <laughs> eat less sugar. Why? Life is too short. <laughs> Life is too short. Anything in, moder- anything in moderation. You know what you need? Dark chocolate. That has antioxidants in it. It's good. It doesn't work because I just eat more because it's not sweet enough. So it's not good. I mean, dark chocolate is basically just a vegetable, right? It's like a fruit. <laughs> One of your five a day. Yeah. It comes. Is that what you tell yourself when you eat it? <laughs> it's like good for your health. Like, yeah. What about you, Henry? Mm, I think for me, I think, I, I, to be fair, Cesar probably stole mine. I was going to say gym as well. But I think for me, you know, it's probably having more of a kind of set routine for in the morning. So at the moment, I don't really have what people would call a morning routine. I kind of just wake up, have breakfast, start work. But I'd like to kind of do journaling and maybe meditate and stuff like that. I already do the gym. I want to try and, you know, incorporate a bit more relaxing things into my morning, if that makes sense. So I think that would be something to do. Even just waking up an hour earlier to then do that. I think that would be good. Especially if you're working at home, you just have that kind of flexibility which is really nice and looks to be continuing. So, you know, that'll be, that'll be good. Yeah, and I guess we'll finish off then. So what is one thing that you're both looking forward to in 2022? Well, I mean, this is something that I look forward since the pandemic and it's seeing my parents. So hopefully next year I'll get to see my parents. That's my, my one thing to look forward to. Amazing. So my thing to look forward to is something that's great in the UK is the government gives you something called parental leave or the opportunity to take parental leave. This is not paternity leave. Fear is not about to get a, a younger brother or sister, but there's something called parental leave and you're allowed to take off 18 weeks within the first 18 years of your child's life. And I've done stretches of this before now. You can only take four weeks in any one calendar year, but you can take four solid weeks. And basically your your employer can't stop you from doing it, basically. Not that I'm suggesting my employer would try to stop me from doing it. They've never had any problems with me doing this. So in 2022, I'm doing another stretch of four weeks of parental leave so I'll have pretty much the entirety of August off to spend with Vicky and Thea over the summer. And I'm just hoping the world is um, less troubled than it is now so that we can actually go away somewhere nice, probably France. And probably there'll be a few days where I can go and enjoy some wine and many other days where Vicky and Thea can go and enjoy swimming in a lake. So that's, that's the thing I'm looking forward to. Wow. That sounds great. Oh, I think that'll be, I didn't know that was a thing. That's uh, that's exciting. I think for me, it's also being able to go away. I think I'd like to go away with my partner somewhere nice, maybe like Portugal or something, just to kind of get a bit of sunshine in June, July time. And, and yeah, just again, just normal life. I think just looking forward to more of that. Yeah, I think for me, it will be just to spend time with my mom and looking forward to spend time with my mom and like go somewhere with her in the summer. Yeah, I mean, again, pandemic. 
if it's not as bad uh, and I can do it. I feel like I'm in the same boat as this. So I haven't seen them for a very long time. So yeah, looking forward to that. And we've got to cross all our fingers that all of that comes true. Yep. Amazing. So I think it's been really great to have you both back on and just say thank you both for agreeing to come back. It's been brilliant. If people want to reach out to you, kind of what would be the best way? Cesar, what, what, what about you? You can message me on Twitter at Cesapo or on Instagram. It's Cesapo, but spelled with a three instead of an E. Ah, okay, cool. Cesapo was taken. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it's Twitter. I mean, you, you guys can all find me on Twitter. I'm there all the time and my DMs are actually open. So anyone can DM me. I can just choose whether to ignore you or not. Yeah. Is that is that at Stu Cantrell's? No, right? no, it's not. Um, I do own both. So I have at Stuart Cantrell and at Stu Cantrell. I mostly have the second one because Alex Goldberg kept tagging me with the wrong Twitter name. So I thought I'd sign up for it anyway. So I can see whenever he does tag me with the wrong name. It's it's funny I because I do tend to go by Stu, but in sort of formal things, but not that Twitter's formal. But I just, uh, when I signed up for it, I signed up using my full name. So, but I generally, people only call me Stuart if they're my parents or I'm in trouble. So, <laughs> great. Amazing. Or if you get a Taylor Swift question wrong. Well, yes, exactly. So, yeah, we just want to say thank you both for joining us today. It's been brilliant having you back on, and we hope you have a wonderful 2022. Hopefully, we can have you on again soon. And just thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to follow Cesar and Stu, you can, as you said, over on Twitter or Instagram in Cesar's case. I think Stu has Twitter, uh, Instagram as well. I do, but it literally is pretty much just bottles of wine. I enjoy those pictures. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> <laughs> They're very nice. I don't buy wine that often, so I'm like, oh, it's like I drank that bottle right now. So thank you for those pictures. My pleasure. <laughs> And yeah, if people want to reach out to us as well, as always, follow us over on Twitter at Ken Convos Pod. Drop us a message if you want to be a future guest. We'll welcome you on with open arms and hope you have a wonderful 2022. And all that's left to say is thank you for listening and have a great new year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Bye, everyone.